Welcome to Fright Night Gaming. Get ready for bone-chilling breakdowns, terrifying gameplay, and all things horror gaming has to offer. So gather your courage, turn off the lights, and prepare for your host of the Fright Night Gaming Podcast, The Terror Twins. All right, welcome to the first Fright Night Gaming Podcast. You got Dan and my brother, Darren, hi. There you go. <laughs> we like playing scary games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, I'm so pumped to do this podcast. It's stupid how excited I am. But before I get in, we get into that. Let's just tell you who we are. Get to know each other a little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some one-on-one time. Some one-on-one. Yeah. So we run <laughs> a YouTube channel, Coon Squad Gaming. Check it out. We do playthroughs. We do podcasts. We do shorts. We do that stuff on there. We also have a podcast on Starfield called Starfield Smugglers. You guys can check out if you're interested. But But uh, there was one thing missing with our channel. We didn't have enough scary content. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I do these playthroughs and the playthroughs a newer thing that we're doing. And I love the scary games. I started with Resident Evil and it's just I'm drawn to the horror genre. Well, yeah, as we grew up, we always liked scary movies, like The Shining, one of our favorite movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we've always been into scary movies and scary games, especially like Friday the 13th when that came out. I was obsessed with that game enough to where I got like eight people to buy it. So they play eight of my friends to play with me. You did. And I got, <laughs> I got to be honest, those were some of the like most fun times. Like, Dude, I had a, we, so much fun playing that game. Yeah, we play a ton of games. And by far, Friday the 13th is my favorite game I've played because the interaction with the people. The interaction with the people combined with the just the tension it puts on you and the funny like the funny things that it's like a it's like a comedy horror game because the stupid things you do to get <laughs> killed and then Jason trolling or you trolling Jason, whatever, you know. Well, the, that's what makes it fun because of the survival horror genre. Because it's scary. Like when you're playing Friday the 13th, you're legit nervous and scared trying to get out of a bad situation, which within that, especially when you're playing with buddies or not actually really, it can be, it gets really funny what happens, especially in Friday the 13th. There's a lot of sabotage that would happen. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of saboteurs and uh, well, no, but overall we, it's, it's just fun. Oh yeah. And we, me and my buddies still talk about scenarios that happened in Friday the 13th, where someone was trying to get through a window and someone else was getting mad and yelling at him in the game. And it's it just funny. Or how about, <laughs> how about when you're working with someone <laughs> when you and your buddies are in a game and you have a rando and that guy, you're working with the rando to like get whatever, like the propeller or the, for the boat, for the boat. And then what does it take? Two people. Yeah, didn't take two, and then you have to find a way to get rid of the rando to get your buddy on board. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there was some straight, some straight scumbag moves in Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> or just when you're, yeah, or just when you're terrified and you're in a car and someone panics and just leaves you. You know, <laughs> well, that's what I, that's what I like so much about this genre, the multiplayer survival horror stuff, is the panic that sets in. People lose their minds. <laughs> I know, and it's great. And I love hey, it. And I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Yes. Yeah. Say, hey, trust me. Well, when we get into Texas Chainsaw, we are as about as green rookies as you can get. I, I, I would like to think I'm out of totally green. I'm starting to change a little bit of color. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, yeah. Well, anyways, let's get to the purpose of the podcast. So we told you why we're into horror games. 
We love them. We can get more into that as we go. Like we love horror movies. I mean, Halloween's like my favorite time of the year. Oh, it's, perfect time to start the podcast. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Like I love Halloween. The I just the, it's like it almost puts you just this. I want to say immersion, but it's real life. So it's like just the ambiance. <laughs> I guess is now confused on what is real and what's a video yeah. game. <laughs> like I love carving pumpkins and I love all that stuff. You know, I love watching the horror Dressing movies. Up, can't, yeah, yeah, for well, sure. Oh, really yeah, dude, that's up. the best part about Halloween is watching the scary shows. Yeah. So the podcast we're focused on, obviously it's gaming. So we're just talking horror games. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through like pretty much the games that we're playing and we dig deep. That's our kind of our thing. We'll dig in. We'll go over like the skills, the the, the traits, the char- what the characters, strategy. strategy, strategy. There's the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to describe each one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna dig into games, and so the way I see it going, we're gonna start with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre because that's what we're into, and we're gonna dig through this game, and we're gonna keep keep it going as long as we're playing. Now we may have segments that are longer on Texas and. Some that are shorter, you know, if we start playing other games, right? Right. But for right now, I feel like the focus is going to be Texas Chainsaw because I'm kind of obsessed with this game. Yeah. Well, and then as <laughs> I go on the YouTube side, I'm going to be doing playthroughs of other games. So as I play through those, of course, those are going to pop in on here, too. And of course, of course, we will take advice from you guys as well. So let us know what you guys like, what you don't, what you want to hear us talk about. And for sure, we're always up to hearing about it. But the primary focus, scary games. Scary. It's all horror games here. That's what that's what we're going to be in about. Uh, by Heck the way, yeah. just if we didn't mention, we are identical twins. So if you're wondering, it's true. Yeah, you know what? I forgot. I, we don't even talk about that anymore. I know. It's just a part of who we are. I know. That's, <laughs> that's how we roll. All right. So let me give you guys a rundown of what we're talking about today. We're going to be doing our first impressions of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So... We're going to be going over like how we feel about it, the good things that we see, the bad things that we see, what we like, what we don't, how to succeed, how we've learned to succeed so far. And trust me, plenty of you know a lot more than we do. So we'd appreciate a little input back and forth, you know, but we'll let you guys know what we think. And then we're going to be have a segment called In the Lab. We do it on all our podcasts. And that's where we dive in on the like, what do you call it? Scientific. The break. That's like the breakdown of yeah, things breakdown. we that you need to know. So we'll today we're going to keep it simple. It's our first one. We'll do victims and killers. So the traits that they have, what to use them for, because well, I want to know that. And what we want to do is provide not only entertainment, but also like information that's going to help you play the game better. Cause guess what? We're not that good at it yet. And so while we get better, hopefully you get better too. Well, the, the real truth of it is we want to know this information and we think you would want to know it as well. Yeah. So it's like I enjoy reading about it and learning about it. And it also helps you guys to listen and learn. Win, 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 win. We all win today. I like to think so. Yeah. And then we'll finish up, (laughs) or well, then we'll talk about some gameplay stuff, funny stuff that happened to us, and finish it up with some scary games coming soon. So we have a trailer we're going to watch Paranormal Tales. I don't, I have no clue, have not watched the trailer. So I told Dan specifically not to watch it because. I think it's pretty creepy, but I want to hear your opinion. You know what's funny? It's like I, I consider myself a you know a tougher guy. You know, I don't get scared too often. I'm pretty like it's, it's funny you think that. <laughs> I'm pretty like even killed as a person, like emotionally. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I'm pretty plateaued. Yeah, like almost dead inside. Yeah, I like say. I have no soul. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> well, Something I think, is missing from him. Well, I think it's concerning. I think it's, I think no, it's I'm kidding, like kidding. my job. I'm a firefighter by by trait. <laughs> yeah. By sense. the way, he's a firefighter. I'm a programmer. So that's just a little backstory. Yeah. There you go. So you can't have these like emotions all over the place. So you learn to just kind of be even, right? You're not up and down. You're just even. Well, yeah, and, you have uh, to just survive on the job, I'd imagine. Yeah. Shut that shit off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just dead <laughs> inside. Um, no, but like when I play games, dude, I get scared. I get jump scared so easily. It's stupid. Like, you know what? It's really funny that some people like being scared and some people absolutely hate it. Like, my wife hates being scared, will not watch scary movies. There's something about me that I love it. Like it, like it gives me energy to get scared. I think we're like, maybe it's adrenaline junkies. Oh, like, for sure. It's that for sure. Right. That, that little, when it hits those chemicals hit you, you're just into it. You know, well, one of the funny, like funny, funniest. No, one of like my best memories of Halloween time is you remember we went to that <laughs> Halloween you, times back in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we went to that? They have, it's like a pumpkin patch. You know how, I don't know, at least in California, it's like this, where they have these pumpkin patches and then they have all these things at them. Like they'll have mazes and they'll have like hay rides and they'll have, of course, pumpkin patch. But some of them, one of them had this like forest with buildings and stuff that you would navigate through. And they had actors that would come out with chainsaws and stuff and scare the crap out of you. Oh, dude. Yeah, I remember. In fact, where I got married, they, in the, you know, they have a wedding venue there during the wedding time. And then in October, obviously they turned that into like a, that type of thing. And I've been there at the same place where I married to do one of those things that you're talking about. Right. And, and that to me was a blast scared the crap out of me. I was younger too, but. Oh dude, I, I, wasn't like to go, young, I haven't you know done saying? that in years. Gone to those little maze where they jump out and scare you. Well now, I don't know if you've seen this now is now they have like these, these like extreme versions of that, which yeah. I am not into where like you pay and they basically try to, excuse me, they try to scare the heck out of you, but it's like intense. Like, yeah, I've watched like borderline abusive. <laughs> there were some videos that were out there. I don't know if it was like a TV series or something where I watched, I watched that where there's like, they show the people that they put all it was this on time. Netflix. Is that what it was there? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's multiple, the one, because we, of course we're twins. We watch the same stuff and we always tell each other. I think it's a Netflix one where they showed like how these people amp up getting uh, when Halloween's coming around and they spend like a month or two just preparing and tons of money into it. And it's not, they don't, there's no payoff. They just do it for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that, that stuff's, I don't know if that's up my alley. Uh, no, I like that. Yeah. I'm okay with a guy with a chainsaw with no chain on it, just revving it up at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a big haunted, I've gone into haunted houses before. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, like, I haven't done that. And so uh, probably since I've had children. So eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. All right. Well, enough of our reminiscing about our Halloween time. Let's uh, let's for a separate podcast, Halloween reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> although I do like talking about that and we'll talk more about it. I'm sure. Uh, let's get into Texas chainsaw. So Texas chainsaw question quiz. Who's it developed by? Oh, shoot. Gun. Is it gun? Gun something? It is gun something. I, I don't know. I was asking you as like I actually oh. forgot. <laughs> oh, I thought you had the answer. Gun interactive. Yeah, That's yeah there you go. So gun interactive. Now, did they did they make Friday the thirteenth or no? 
Okay, so okay, here's some history, guys. Because that was some uh, confusion. One, I thought they did, but maybe they were just in part. Like, they helped develop it. I don't know. I thought they were involved with this, because I do uh -huh. think there's a connection between all these games. But by the way, some history. Friday the 13th came out, and it was great. It was buggy, but it was great. Yeah, it then was they came buggy. out with a game called Predator. Oh, my which God. I, Dude, which, you which idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I know. We'll get into why. Uh so what they're doing is genius, right? They're hitting nostalgia. We have Texas Chainsaw here. We had Predator. We had Friday 13th. Uh, I think there was even a Ghostbusters one. Never heard about it. It was probably terrible. Uh, but the uh, Predator one was the worst game I've ever played. Probably, probably ever. Dude, it was it, so boring and buggy. Well, and it had potential because we loved Predator. Again, we that's like right up our well, alley. Yeah, that's again one of my favorite movies it, it just had to be playable and i would have had fun with it it just was not <laughs> well it's a great idea because i mean just like all these games the predator is a perfect like killer to have and you're these say he was bred to kill but man dude do you remember those gun mechanics and movement oh wow the gun felt like you were moving through like mud dude, it, it was, just was so slow you're talking about funky. worse than like I mean, Wolfenstein, you know what I mean? Like these early games, like it was so Dude, bad. It, something was straight broken. Then with Predator, you glitch everywhere. Anyways, that's the I history. Didn't, so I didn't like, mean I, to take a shot at Wolfenstein. Great game, by the way. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, just an old, old example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein was great. Wolfenstein Doom, that whole that whole era was right, great. Right, right, right. Back on but anyway, anyways, so I've been a fan. Like I love Friday the 13th. I've been waiting for another good game like that. And then... Texas Chainsaw emerged. I know you started talking about it. And uh, as usual, I was a little late to the party on this one with, I mean, you were all about it and then we bought it and we kind of just didn't play it for a little bit. We I were played busy. it once by myself and I got scared. Uh, okay. I didn't get scared. <laughs> I didn't get scared. <laughs> yeah, you, I, mean, I think you said it. You got scared. No, it's just like, to me, these type of games, they're fun to play alone. Don't get me wrong. But I love playing with friends with this type because you can't get to see who's who's really your friend and who's not. Yeah. Who can you trust <laughs> in a time of need when your life's on the line? Yeah. Who's going to come and save you and who's going to just escape? I mean, and I might be the one to just escape sometimes. Well, too. So. I think that comes with time because right now, if I can, if there's an open gate, I'm out. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, right now it's survival. We're not ready to start helping each other yet. Yeah. But let's get into what is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if you don't know. So, survival horror game, there are three killers and four mm -hmm. victims. Correct. Right? Yep. yep. They call the killers family in this game. And I think victims are just called victims, right? Yep. Yeah, victims. Yeah. And so the, the whole goal is for the victims to escape. And there's four different ways out which I guess we can go. I, I guess we can just go into that real quick right now. You can get out, I think to the basement because you all, you start off on a hook in the basement. You can get out through a door in the basement, but you have to get a fuse. There's complications to that. Then there's, I think there's usually three ways out above ground. I believe is what it is. There's a car battery, a valve, a water pump valve, I think. Yeah. And then and a generator, maybe. maybe a generator. There's yeah. Again, we're newer. So, so keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and there's and also all those... some secret exits too. Like, and there's one where like uh, the gas station, there's like a secret gas station exit you can go through too. There's just like a, I think a door you can go out. Yeah. You have to unlock a couple of things. So the, just again, an overview, victims are trying to escape. Killers are trying to kill them. Obviously you get out, you win. 
if the victim, if the killers kill you or kill multiple people, they win, whatever. Yeah, and just just to paint the picture a little more, if you've never played it, you start in a basement, like I think you said it, hanging from a hook. So you're starting below ground, and you have to usually make your way up to the ground floor. And some even have a second store and some uh, story in some of the buildings. So you're navigating, and it's almost it is a maze of getting around. Dude, it is a complete maze. And there's three maps, by the way, too. So you have to learn three different maps. And the goal, this type of game, it's not, you're not trying to go and run around and, and you're not trying to fight the killers or the family members. You're trying to get away from them. So it's stealth. Stealth is key and patience. Well, unless you're real sweaty. <laughs> yeah, because you you can use bone shards to stab the the killer or the family members, but I don't I don't think you can kill them. Is that, now can anyone use a bone shard? I think so. I think any so that that the bone shards are just for the victims. How do you do it? I've never used it. So I think you have to go behind them and then just uh, you know a button uh, a prompt a dialogue, comes a up pop, prompt comes up yeah and you hit it and take a, take a little jab okay. All right, so that's the overview of what it is. Now, the big choice comes in, do you want to be a killer or a victim? And we've kind yeah. of gone back and forth on this. And I will tell you, it seems like being a killer gets you in games a lot faster. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, so that's what we noticed. The load times, first props to them, because again, I think they're connected to Friday the 13th. And Friday the 13th had terrible servers. This so far has been really good, except for sometimes you get wait times if you try to be victims. But we're also playing a party, so I don't know if that screws it up. Well, actually, but since we're right. since this is the intro episode, we might as well talk about this part. So when you load in, you have the three victims or the three killers, the four victims. Victims, you can choose to be whoever you want. Obviously, you can't choose the same character as someone else. As a killer, you have to be a different character, but one player has to be Leatherface. And this has happened to us where you have three killers, but none of them are willing to be Leatherface and it kills the lobby. You'll wait three or four minutes and your lobby will just be disbanded. Does it really? I mean, it might. I guess it did. It did in our example. I thought it, I thought it would have randomly selected one of you, but apparently it might just say like, hey, you guys couldn't figure it out. See ya. That's what it did for us. Maybe there. that seems like something they should definitely do. Because it's yeah, stupid, but, but for then your you lobby. run the risk. You, if you do that, you also run the risk of just the killer being like, "Well, I didn't want to be him, so I'm just going to back out and do it again." Then there's a penalty. Oh yeah, okay. There's there's uh there's you're right. All right, I'm with you. There's definitely a way to to program that in some logic there to to penalize people or to force them to make a decision. And but I do like I do like that they force you to have Leatherface because when Leatherface is in, so again when you start at the when you're starting in the game you're hanging from a hook and you can hear Leatherface just going to town, killing just some random NPC. Right. Yeah. And it just starts off like scary. And then when you hear his chainsaw, dude, the first couple of times we played just straight panic. Like I'm like, he's going to kill me. And I just ran, I ended up getting myself killed. Oh dude. Yeah. Well, especially if you don't know where you're going and ju just to clear it up, he Leatherface is the only one that starts in the basement with the victims. Right, and he's the one with the chainsaw. Yeah, and he can, and he packs a punch. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think there's, a, I think there's a build where you can actually make him a one-hit kill. I don't so know. Like he hits you once and uh, you die. Yeah, there, there probably is, but I will say overall, I think the victims have the advantage in this game. Yeah, because there's only there's three killers, but the the maps themselves are large, so it's hard to find you. And if you have good victims or people know where to go. 
And if they know the map, they have a huge advantage on the killers, I think. I think that's probably why you see people more people playing as victims than killers. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little more fun as a victim. I mean, I like I like both so far off of like how and I'm what are we like? I'm like a level 10, maybe. Yeah, I'm somewhere around there. We've only probably played like 10, 10 to 15 around there times, if even that games like but, actual games. Yeah, actual games. Yeah, I don't you know, if I had to, per, you know, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle. I could play either one. I think both are have their own. Well, right, both fun. right now, every game I take it as an approach of like. This game is to learn. <laughs> Bro, like this isn't about winning, dominating. This is a learning game. That's why guys I'm at. in the beginning, you're gonna run in circles downstairs. Unless you study the maps. And there, there's a lot of online resources if you want to just look at the layouts and do what some you should. studying. Uh, you, you absolutely should. should. Because it's it's that's uh which I was gonna go into later, but that's one of my negatives. And it's not even necessarily well, negative, but let's just do that right now. Let's just do what we like, what we don't like, and then we're gonna get into more of like gameplay stuff, like what's in the game, like the what you can use. Okay. So okay. let's do what what you uh let's start with what you like, I guess. All right. So first straight off the 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 design of the game is great. Like I love I'm obviously I love this style, the survival horror where you have killers chasing victims. Um, I think the so and one thing for us that we love custom lobbies, and you only need four to have a custom lobby. Yeah, that's huge, huge. Because especially if you just want to play with some buddies and just mess around, or guess what? If you just want to like study the map, just get you and your buddies in there, and just you just need four, and then just go explore the map. Well, that's that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, like I would I would like to spend a session of us just getting in a game together and then maybe even practicing like hitting each other and stuff. You know what I mean? Like learning what you can get away with, like how many hits you can take. And again, that also depends on your stats, but it would be nice. Yeah, no, I, I agree. The, the more you, you're going to learn the most by getting that custom game, to be honest, and just testing things. Yeah. I would say what I like the most about the game is just the immersion of it. Like you feel nervous. You you're in the, it looks good too. It looks good. It's not to me, at least I haven't seen too many bugs and I think they did a really good job of balancing the gameplay. Um, people may disagree with that again. I'm new, so I'm just happy with it, but, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think they did a good job of making it fun to ex escape and then navigating after you escape, like getting around the map. It's fun. And there's ways to get out. If you're getting chased, you're not dead at all. Like you, there's plenty of ways to kind of slip through cracks, to go through gaps that the killers can't, you know, some of them can, but it slows them down, you know? Well, and saying that it's, you're gonna, especially in the beginning, you're not going to know where to go and you're going to, that's what makes it so much fun. You just panic. Sometimes you straight panic run around and, and you don't even know, like when they're running, you don't know who can hear you, if they can hear you, what they can hear. Do they see you? It's just so much going on. But I'm with you. Like the immersion is just great. Like the map design, they're all just that same Texas Chainsaw vibe, right? Like that horror mm -hmm. movie vibe, and it it's just works, and it's scary, and it's fun, and, and it's yeah. It's again, creepy. this this may be controversial in the community. I don't know. We should actually we need <laughs> to join like a Discord or something with people, like to to just see like what people think about it. But I uh, I don't think. I think three maps is enough right now. In fact, I'm overwhelmed with the three maps. Yeah. How long's the game been out? I think it's only been out a few months now. 
like maybe four or five months but yeah uh -huh. three maps is solid but eventually they'll have to add a new one right with the dlc but oh, i'm sure but, but you don't it's not even a must i'm again people that have grinded it probably are tired of the maps but for a new player it's a lot for those three like i don't even rarely do i know what map i'm on until i get on the ground floor then sometimes i'm like okay this is that map whatever you know it, dude, it's so station, true. sometimes i'll play a match i'm like i don't even know what i just played <laughs> dude it's like i run out i'll get out of the basement run out a door and i'll be like where am i i have no idea oh like i said i was running around in circles i mean a good five minutes i, I had a hard time even getting out of downstairs in fact i'm not sure if i've even opened a door yet to get downstairs without someone helping me yeah, yeah, actually, I think you said you have not unlocked a door. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've used the lock. So, for yet. you guys listening, <laughs> what does that sound to you as a, a teammate having a teammate that is yet to unlock a door? But I'm very quiet, and I can help you. <laughs> I you're just actually, hide in the corner. To be actually, you're pre you're pretty good at the game. You're better than I am. Well, thank you. That's good to hear. Especially, especially as a killer. Especially as a killer. Well, um, I was playing with Sissy, and she has she's a good killer. So we'll, we'll get into that. But another thing that I really like is how they let you can hide easily as a victim, mm -hmm. and it's risk reward, right? Like you, there's little corners. Like it, the game is dark. By the way, turn up your brightness. That's the first thing you got to do. Max that uh, out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. They make it so that the victims can, like, you can tuck into corners, like dark corners, and then it's fun. It's funny and fun and kind of scary when they run by you, you know? But one of my favorite places to hide is on the ground level, like out in the bushes, in the flowers and stuff. Oh, those are, yeah, those are nice little spots. Well, because there's a lot of foliage, 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 a lot of plants, a lot of plants, we'll say. Yeah. A lot of plants out there you can hide in, which is useful. Uh, well, by the way, uh, you can also shut off. So there's lights like in the house and in other areas, you can shut the lights off to make it darker so they can't see you as well. Yeah. I don't even know if you knew that, but I that's a, definitely a pro strat right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the other thing I like is the skill tree. I mean, the skill tree itself, I don't love because it's huge, but I do like that you can level your characters up and you can choose each character has its own skill tree. So it's going to take a long time to progress through each character and there's a ton, there's like different routes you can go. Like you don't, it's not this linear path, linear path that you go down. You have to choose what you want to like level up. Right. Yeah. And I think that just helps with like, as you progress, the game doesn't get dull, you know? Yep. And then the final, the final thing I like is, I mean, the characters, I just, I just enjoy, I mean, maybe it's just nostalgia, but I just love, I like the character, both the killers and the victims. I think they made fun little characters. Yeah. And we'll go over that in our lab segment here in a minute, but I, I do like that too. They've got, yeah. I mean, whatever. We'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, so what, what do you not like about the game? Okay. I, there's a couple things with this game that is rough. All right. Number one, as a new player, especially because the game came out a few months ago, steep, steep learning curve. <laughs> like, dude, I, a learning cliff, we'll call it. And and especially if you get matched up with some people who are veterans of the game who played a lot, dude, you can get run on. Yeah, if you come up, like, when I see a lobby with, like, 40s and 50s, I just know immediately, like, this is going to be a death game. Yeah, like, yeah. So, it's, uh, the, the, but... But that's also what makes it fun, honestly, is that 
it's going to take time to get good at. You're not going to be really good without some practice, which is what you want from a game. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it makes it, yeah, it, I'm not mad about it because it is, it is what it is. It's just, I wish there was a way, maybe there, shoot, maybe there is other than doing a custom lobby of like, uh, you know what? There's tutorials. I didn't even do those either. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's really tough though. Just getting your feet under you when you have nothing leveled up, you don't know which characters do what, and you don't know the maps. So like I, the, some of these killers, like you'll drop down the well. So you go from the ground floor back to the basement. You can do that to get away. They'll know exactly where you dropped and they'll meet you there to kill you. Yeah, it's or, crazy how fast they can get you can navigate and we don't even know how yet, like where the path is. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's a drawback is it is a steep learning curve. I think a lot of people probably get a little dis, uh, disenchanted, whatever, when when probably they play it the first time. Yeah, frustrated. This isn't, this isn't a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's I would say that's a drawback for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree, but I, I don't, it just is what it is. I, I just hope, like, with our friends, when they get into it, I don't want them to get frustrated by it because it's going to take time. But yeah, the funny thing about it is, I feel the same way. It's not that I personally am like, I'm not going to play this because these guys are too good. It's more of like, I want more people to play and I see that how it could like take okay, people out of it. Hopefully our friends aren't listening to this. Here's what we need to do. Cause me and you are going to play this a lot. Obviously mm -hmm. we have to feed them. Like we have to let them get some wins under their belt, you know, like kind of just help them out, make them feel like they're actually winning. Well, they will be you know winning. What I'm saying? Well, I know, but we're, but in reality, we're just giving it to I them. I mean, right? that sounds great, except I'm not good enough to feed anybody a win. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's true so, uh, one other thing i put uh spawn locations i don't know if it's random or not but it needs to be i i'm not sure if it is like when you spawn into the game i think you have like four different places maybe you can spawn okay so maybe there is a little bit of randomization there and then the last thing which is a big l i don't think you, as a victim or as a killer i don't think victims can talk to killers or killers can talk to victims right in-game comms i I, I don't think it crosses over. I think you can talk to your team and that's it. You, I think you can talk in the pregame lobby, but once yeah. you're in the game, you don't hear the killer, which sucks because you could totally troll people and like play around with sound bites. And, and that would be a oh, lot that'd of fun. Be so much fun. I don't know why they did that. Like proximity, just put on proximity. Then you I actually know. have to be quiet, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, but just think about how many clips, especially with Friday the 13th, the troll, it's just funny. I mean, and it, honestly, it's embarrassing when you're Jason and they're just trolling you. <laughs> when you get punked, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was brutal. It's happened to us all. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, it's almost, it is embarrassing. And you've just feel just, you remember when, <laughs> this is going off a little bit, like when you're playing Friday the 13th and, your buddy is Jason and you know, it's a disaster. Like he shouldn't, he's new to the newer to the game. Doesn't play a lot. And you yeah. know, it's going to go really bad. And you just, you honestly feel bad for the guy. Like, <laughs> like, Oh, this is going to be bad. And then they start trolling and you know, <laughs> I know you're almost trying to help them. Like, Eric, just come on. I'll feed you a kill. I'll yeah. tell you where they're at. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's that's the one negative about Friday Thirteenth is the victims got so powerful that they troll Jason all the time. Whereas this game, it's not the same. You're not going to get trolled as much. I I don't think so. At least, yeah, well, we're new, <laughs> so we'll see. The trolling uh, so, that's so, I was just say real quick. The trolling that's happened to me. The only thing is, some people have stood by the gate after they get out and then they'll kind of wait there and then you go and kill them and they've run around me, but I, I still get a couple hits and then they leave. And then I, then I was wondering, are they trolling me? Or are they trying to give me XP for like hits or something? Are they being nice? Yeah, or trolling? Trying to I don't know. You. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know enough about the game yet to understand. <laughs> I, human nature would tell me they're probably trolling you. I yeah, think so. Possibly. <laughs> So here's some keys to success from two veteran players. <laughs> After we told you how bad we are, let's talk about how you can be better. But we know ways to get better. That's key. Map knowledge is a must. You must know the maps, like we said. That's that's like the most important thing overall. Yeah, to me right now, that's my number one priority is just memorizing the map. That's right. it. That's it. Where I don't spawn, care about the gameplay. Where the points are. If you yeah. know where to go and you know where the like spawn locations of certain items could be, that's a huge, huge advantage. Agreed. And characters' abilities, knowing what your character's good and not good at, which we and are going to help you guys with today. Right. And leveling them up, uh, you need to make sure you're doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And the finally, my final piece of advice I like in this side. super, it's very important. Stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Every every one of us is guilty of this where you're getting chased and you whatever you any way to get out, you're just taking it, you know? Or you're just looking for an opening. Yeah. yeah. And you're just running through and again, like probably running in circles. And you could probably duck out and hide in the corner and you'd be fine, but you're panicked. <laughs> yeah. No, hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. Um so Let's talk real quick about just some of the items and then we're going to do our lab segment where we talked about the character, talk about the characters, but let's just talk about like what is available to use in the game. So, uh, yeah, and we'll start with victims. So as a victim, there's several items you can carry health potions. Obviously you take, you can find health potions laying around those restore your health. And I think as the game goes on, doesn't your health dwindle? I don't, I don't think so. Does it? I thought it does go down. Maybe not, but you're going to get hit. So it's important to have health potions. It it ain't like I'm around that long in the game. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, we're not not making it to the end. Typically, Uh, honestly, we played a lot of killer, not a lot of victim, but. No, because we want to play killer. And maybe that's a good strat. It's just start as a killer because it's easier to navigate the map. You're not worried about anyone killing you, right? True. So another thing is bone scraps. You can find them in little piles of bones. And I think... uh, and what the bone scraps are used for, one, you can stab the killers if you need to get a bad spot. I think you give, like I said before, I think you just go behind them and it'll, it'll pop up. Will pop, what is it? Prompt? A prompt will yeah. prompt you to hit a button, whatever. You know I, what think, I'm saying. I think the bone scraps are, are they just in the basement? That's all I've noticed them. I don't know. They got to be upstairs too. I don't know though. Uh, they could be. They're probably, they probably are. I just feel like I only see them in the basement. By the way, I just thought of something. We need to do a segment on the next one of like XP, how to gain XP quick. Cause I want to know. Cause I just thought is what I do when I get bone scraps in the basement, I'll cut down a bunch of those traps, the noisemakers, so that right. so that I get XP for it. 
Yeah, and that's what was my next thing I was going to say is make sure just to yeah, gain XP, you want to cut those bones. So there's little bone scraps, or not bone scraps, what are the bone traps that hang? I just, so if you walk yeah, by them, I just they make that. noise. Yeah, yeah, but if I'm <laughs> just saying the purpose of those are like, if you run through fast, it's going to make noise and alert the killer. So you want to cut those things down. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's nice to have them cut down. I just, I'm more due for XP, but. Well, either way. And also, um, you can you have to have the bone scrap to cut that down and the other use for the bone scrap is traps if because some killers can trap things oh yeah that's and right. you can use the bone scrap to dismantle the trap that's right i forgot about that right so then the next piece uh, next item you're is probably the most important is lock yeah. picks is, is that what they're called in the game lock picks yeah and so, those are found in little toolboxes yeah, and those are spread out all over the map. Like they're on the ground floor, they're in the basement, and you just, I mean, really have as many of those, I guess, as you can. Because any lock, like to get out of the basement, you're going to have to use one. Right. So, uh, and and with different characters, some of them do it faster than others. Right. That okay. So what's another item we have? <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh so, and by the way, when you pick up a lock pick from the toolbox, you can go back and grab another one. You're not limited to just one. Yeah, but your so, inventory, you have two inventory slots. That's it. Yep. And then another thing I wanted to mention, uh, I don't even know if you know this. Do you know you can door check uh, the family members? I've the seen people do it. That's when I'm a victim, I'll shut. The, when I run through doors, I'll just shut them. Yeah, if you shut them and they're running by, I think it door checks them and knocks them down or something. Mm -hmm. But there is there is a mechanic there. Haven't done it yet, just seen it. So then the other two items you want to know, uh, you want to know, be aware of as a victim. There's a fuse hidden, and I don't even know where it is. I think it's sometimes in the house. I don't know, but yeah. that fuse is. Then then there's a fuse box, and so you want to grab. You got to find a fuse, put it in the fuse box, and then it opens a door down in the basement. But be careful because that door will shut after a short amount of time. And we know this from experience because I did the ran. fuse and, and we were shut. The door shut. <laughs> nobody got out. We all died. Is that the one where it <laughs> shut right in your face? That, that's where Joseph was by it. Oh, our buddy fell down. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's the door. And it just shut. <laughs> he fell down. I jumped down because I had people chasing me. So I jumped down a well which was on the opposite side somehow of that. And I had no clue. That's the thing about not knowing the map. I had no clue how to get to that door. I knew it was in the basement, but I had no idea how. And I think from what, and this could have changed because I've watched other guys play the game and stuff. And that seems like, I think the fuse box is like a very fast strategy to get out of the basement quick. Like you can run, unlock a door, get the fuse, hit the box, and you can be out of there in like 15 seconds after you hit the fuse, you know? I think you have to unlock the box too, though, right? Yes, I do believe you have to unlock the box. And then there's like this little puzzle game that I don't even really understand at this point. I think it's just addition. <laughs> yeah, but I swear I did it wrong last time, but it worked. But maybe that's why the door shut fast. I don't I don't know. There's, don't... there's a number. I think there's two numbers for the top. There's... Two rows. There's a number for the top two, and there's a number for the bottom two, I think. And they're color-coded, though. Yeah, so you have to, yeah, so whatever. You guys can see that there's a fuse game. It's not, yeah, it's we'll not look that in, complicated. We'll look into that. It's not that complicated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, so to escape, you have the fuse box. You also have the 
water valve where you have to find a water valve and then put it to a, a what is it a pressure container it's like a pressure tank or something yeah and then you a steam you valve it up. maybe it's called a steam valve right and once you do that then it opens up a gate or something for you to get out i've never used that one yet now that and one then, i think takes a little bit of time because i think you open the gate but it takes time because it's like a steam valve it takes a while to open and then they can i think they can shut that down but it takes a while to shut too so yeah i from what i've read i feel like that's the hardest way to get out okay and so then the other way is you're going to have a car battery that's connected to an electric fence, really. And so you have to dismantle the car battery and then you have to unlock the fence and then you can go through. And the final one is a generator. There's a generator and you have to kick the generator, turn it off, and then you can go and exit out a gate as well. And by the way, these, so the one, the car battery and the generator, you can follow the power lines. So if you see a gate and there's like, for example, the electric fence, you can follow the power line to see where the battery is. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty. They make it intuitive, which is nice because at that point, you're just happy you found something that a way to get out. So, yeah. If, and as if, if escaping wasn't hard enough, you have killers chasing you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, in all actuality, the victims actually, I think, are more powerful. So it just, it's just the learning curve of it is tough. Yeah. So then as killers, your main objective, kill the victims, but some killers can set traps. Killers have different abilities. There's a lot of stuff we'll go into there, but the main thing is you have a grandpa, which is funny. It's kind of funny. They did this. It's a cool little feature, I think. And as grandpa, he's in a little chair. He doesn't move. It doesn't do anything except for yell, which when he yells it, if people are moving, they're automatically displayed for all the killers to see. Yeah. You get wall hacks. And to get grandpa, yeah, it's true. It is ball. <laughs> and then as you, as you feed, so you have to go find blood. There's little containers of blood all over. And as a killer, you have to go find that blood, harvest it and give it to grandpa. And as you power him up, oh, by the way, you also get blood for killing people or hitting them. But as you feed him more blood and power him up, the intervals between when he yells. So when you can see players is quicker and quicker and quicker until mm-hmm. at the final level, I think it's just like he yells, he sees you if you're moving or not. Yeah, I don't know if you can, I don't think you can hide at the final level. But I don't think so. As a victim, you can stab, stab the grandpa, which will drop him levels. It'll drop him a level and like he'll be inactive for a little while. So that's yeah. definitely, you need a bone shard again to do that. That's a good point, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then again, like Daniel said, Leatherface starts in the, or Bubba, whatever you want to call him. He starts in the basement. Everyone else starts above. The players have to get out of the basement, go do some objective, try to get out. Killers, you're trying to chase them down. Key is the key with all this teamwork. I think teamwork, especially for killers, communication on who's guarding what is huge. Yeah. And that's, again, what we're learning. I think a lot of it, each character, you have a role to do, right? If you're mm-hmm. Leatherface, your role is just to destroy obstacles and like clear out a bunch of the obstacles so they can't like slide away the victims and just like inflict terror on them to get them to panic and make mistakes. Uh, and then we'll go over some of the other rules, but there's definitely well, like trapping things and that kind of stuff, you know? And yeah, and I'm not going to get into this now, but there's definitely some strategy with like, especially as the killer pretending not to see someone and setting them up for the kill. Like you can pretend not to see one and then tell your buddy, Hey, I see someone right over here. I'm going to pretend to walk away. You come around and get them. Oh, that's like, a, there's some strat there. That's funny. I mean, we're not at that level, but that's a great idea. I no, know, well, I'm not at that level at all, but I've seen people do it. <laughs> well, another thing is a victim. A lot of it, 
you can misdirect, right? Like you could hit that water valve, not ever expecting to go through that, but just to keep all the uh, family over on that. And then you go do a car battery or something. Right. Cause as soon as you accomplish something like the water valve, for example, they're going to be alerted and they're going to all, and if there's a door, like it potentially could be open, they're going to flood over that area. Oh, yeah. And so it is a good strat. You're right. Almost. If you find that water valve, go hook it up, open it. And even if you're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll, in, in, in future podcasts, we'll go over like strategy that people are using because I want to know them. And I think you might too. Maybe even talk about map layouts. Uh, maybe put it in your yeah, brain verbally. Maybe. And we, I mean, with the YouTube side, by the way, we, we have this on YouTube too. If you guys want to watch us and we'll put on the visuals when we watch videos and stuff on there. So, and if you're on YouTube, we have a podcast. You can go Goons, both ways. And Goon Squad Gaming on YouTube. Thank yep, you. Yep. And by the way, guys, thank you for listening so far. And please drop five stars in a comment because let's grow this thing, huh? Yeah. Let's talk some scary games together. Yeah. <laughs> together. Together. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Scary games together. They're going to be coming a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess it's time we get in the lab. So, so let's hit the, what do you think? Victims or killers first? Let's start with the uh, victims. Cause I think the killers are kind of fun. Let me give a quick overview of all of them and then you can get into the attributes. So for the victims, we have Anna Flores. I'll be right back while you do that. Okay, we have Anna Flores. We have Leland McKinney. We have Julie Crawford, Sonny Williams and Connie Taylor. So that's, all the victims we're going to have in the game. Uh, again, when you load in, you can choose any of them. It's not like the killers where you have to have one in every match. You know, you can be whoever you want. Now, the interesting part is based on who you pick, you have a lot of different abilities. So we're going to go over a couple of those real quick. Connie. So from what I've seen so far and what I've watched people play, I think Connie is probably the best victim. I don't know if Darren would agree with that. Connie? Yeah. Yeah, I so, think Connie, if I had to rank them, I'd say Connie. Leland's good because you sh can shoulder check. Leland's a bully. Like, yeah, and then I don't know about the other ones. I haven't played with them or seen well, too much. Yeah, let's go over the abilities and uh, learn what they do, like what their forte is, right? Okay, do we want to go over the, there's like some categories, basically toughness, endurance, strength, proficiency, and stealth. Each of them have their own meters for those, right? Yeah, and that's, so there's the skill tree, and then there's the, I, what's it called? Is it stats or loadout? Yeah. Well, and that's, you can, you get points to put into these categories. And I, I think we'll save that for another day of going over that stuff. Absolutely, but, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's pretty self-explanatory. And you can kind of build the character the way you want. And I think the more interesting part of that is maybe looking at a build for each character of like what works, you know? Well, what works and what you want to do, right? If you want to be more aggressive, you could put some endurance, you know, have a character that's just beefed up in endurance so you can run around. Well, by the way, yeah. I don't think when you run, I don't think they can like, I thought when you sprint, it like notifies them. I don't think it does. No, I, fact, I don't I know think it so. doesn't. It's only the, which we'll get into, I think the cook can hear you. So if you're sprinting around and that cook's listening, he can locate you. 
Right. And I don't even understand the cook's mechanic. So I want to hear about it because I've never used it. I was confused by that too. Yeah. I've never used them, but I, again, I've, I've picked up little tips from watching some people and I, I think there's also ways you can use those characters to like farm XP, you know? Well, and that's another thing. We'll get into the killers, but there, there's a couple of killers you want on your squad. From what I've been watching and re, you know reading, I think there's a couple you always need on your squad. So we'll talk about that. Okay. So let's go over the victim. So Connie, she has the focus ability. You want yeah, me to so read it or you want me to? I'll just go. Right. So that's an ability that allows her to pick a lock much faster at the cost of stamina and her family proximity warnings without consuming the unlock tool. So she gets like a free her. And so this is a, each, each character has this unique ability or power and it, it replenishes over time. Right. So you can use it, it replenishes, but it takes a while to come back. Right. So it's an, it's an automatic lock pick. So Connie gets an automatic lock pick. So she doesn't even, does she not even need to carry a lock pick or does she still have to have it? I, and use it I think instant. you have to, I think you have to have it, but I'm sure there's ways you can, you can probably have abilities to spawn with a lockpick. And I know oh, leveling her up, I think there's also something where you have the potential to not even use up a lockpick. Yeah, so I mean, Connie Connie is the go-to, and she's hard to even get in the game because everyone, pretty much everyone's playing with her. Yeah, she just and she's very proficient. So she goes through, like, she can unlock things fast. Yep, yep. So, and, but at the cost of, what is it? Stamina. So she might, so she might not be able to run as long as other people. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think she's, I think she's my favorite as of right now. All right. So next we have Sunny heightened sense. I got Sunny art. <laughs> I feel oh, like Sunny's the one no one plays with. No, no. Sunny, our intellectual, has the heightened sensibility. Triggering this will give Sunny a situ- situational awareness buff, allowing him to detect noise made by anyone nearby, pinpointing their location and tracking their movements. Oh. Okay, so I've used this before. So if obviously if the killers are moving, which they're going to be, you can sense where they are and get a l- general idea of where they are on the map. Oh, did you like it? Well, no, because I didn't know what it was doing. <laughs> but now I like it. That's kind of a cool ability, but that to me right there has beginner written all over it. It makes me want to use it because I'm like, oh, if I'm downstairs and I want to know where Leatherface is, I'll use that ability, you know? Right. It is good because it, it, the good thing with the game, the noise is good. So you can kind of you can tell the direction it's coming from and how loud it is. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't played it, you don't really know how far it is yet. But you will, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, for sure. Next, we have Julie, Another, Ultimate Escape. I think I've played with her a couple times, and I didn't know what her ability was, so let's hear it. <laughs> Ultimate Escape sure sounds like a hell of an ability, and Julie, the sporting type, makes great use of it. When activated, Julie cannot be tracked by the family while also getting significantly reduced stamina drain while sprinting for a short time. Huh. So ultimate escape. So when she activates it, they she can't be tracked by a family member. So that must mean the cook and grandpa. She doesn't get sighted. Well, maybe the cook has the sight, and we're gonna get into this too. But also the um, Johnny. Johnny can track footsteps, or like blood or something. Huh. So yeah, that's, so that's right. Interesting. That's right. Yeah. 
Okay. I wonder now. I wonder if that if you activate that, what about Grandpa? I'd imagine Grandpa falls in that category well, too. That's, when yeah, he's that's yelling. that's what I was saying. I I think he would fall into that too. I think it's, so. I think it's a good ability that like I mean, good and in, in in that like if you're in a situation, you can use it and probably save yourself. Uh, maybe not like the sweatier players pick. Yeah, I agree. Next, Leland. Uh, This guy's interesting. Leland can throw his weight around, literally. Use the lifesaver. Oh, sorry, his ability is lifesaver. Use the life uh, lifesaver ability to bump to bump charge a family member, stunning them. Leland can use this ability in a variety of ways to interrupt an otherwise fatal clash with the family for himself or his friends. So Leland can shoulder check, guys. Yeah. So he's the when you're a killer, the Leland can be kind of a pain in the you know. Like, because <laughs> he can kind of troll you if you're going after someone, he can knock you down and then you lose sight of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's good about Leland is if, you know, if, if you're playing with him and your buddies or teammate victim is, you know, getting chased, you can just chase, try to go help him shoulder check the enemy real quick and then run away and get both of you guys out of there. Well, and, but, and just to clarify for the listeners here. If you haven't played the game a lot, these are just, they're like special abilities. There are perks or traits or, uh, was it, what is it called? Is it traits? Skills? Skills? I don't know. Whatever. Where you can attach like three that you level up to each character. That's just something we'll go over for another day. But this is just later, like you get these every game. For a survival horror game, it's pretty complex, actually. It's yeah, they did. Like they good. did a good, like I said, they did a good job of like, it gives you incentive to play. And to put some time in to actually level up to play, like to make your gameplay experience better, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Last, Anna, pain is nothing. Last but not least, we have Anna, the fearless leader. Her appropriate named, her appropriately named ability, pain is nothing, significantly reduces the damage she'll take from attacks and falls, like jumping out of windows, like jumping out of windows. Her additional buff is a temporary immunity to the effects of any poison. Hmm. So from what I understand hmm. with Anna, she's kind of a tank. Anna's a tank? Oh, so she can take a lot of hits? She can take a lot of hits. That's at least how I understand. So you pop this ability and then you just reduce damage? I so guess maybe so if, you're, you're getting, if you're getting chased, like you pop it and... Hope for the best. Yeah, so just so you guys know, too, we haven't talked about this. I don't even know if you know this, Dan. There's windows you can jump out of on the... I don't know if it's every every location, but I have seen it on like on the second story. I've seen people jump out of windows and on the first story. On the second story? Yeah, you can jump out a window on the second story. But again, if you jump out, you're going to get injured. And a lot of times, killers have traps there waiting for you because they know those are jump out points. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Hmm. I mean, Boom. I knew I knew there was a window like, on the first I just floor. You something? I knew there was a window on the first floor, but not the second. All right, let's move over to the family. So, in the family, we have Leatherface. So, if you don't know Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Man, the classic. I mean, he's on our icon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have you have the cook, also from Texas Chainsaw, the movie, uh, the hitchhiker from the movie as well. Johnny, I, I don't know where Johnny came from. You know what's funny? I, I only remember watching like one 
maybe one or two of the Texas Chainsaws. I don't even know how many there are. So I, and I only remember Leatherface. So I don't, it's been so long. I don't recognize any of these people. And I think some of them aren't even in the movies. They're just, yeah, definitely the cook and hitchhiker are. Um, Cause I just went back and watched the first one again. Uh, When? uh, Oh, like a week ago. What? Yeah. We got to get, we need to get together and watch scary movies. Cause Aaron won't watch them with me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um and then there's johnny and sissy i don't know where johnny's from and sissy i believe that's that's a manson family member right that's what we you said it before so i'm gonna stick with it yeah spawn yeah, ranch said it. so she's from spawn ranch which that's all manson family i went that's a whole nother story for another day i you know how i got deep dive into the manson stuff dude I got deep into podcasts about crimes and scary story, or scary, another scary story podcast I used to, used to listen to. And there's some clever people who just, it's, a lot of these are like fake stories. They just, you know, just storytelling, but they're really interesting to listen to. God, I forget what, it, what they were or like people talking about old murders and stuff, but then like, it's too dark. I don't like going too dark. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I know what you're saying. There's some, there's some good ones out there. Uh, all right, so let's break down the attributes of the family members. You start it because I'm going to run to the bathroom. Uh, so, so well, first we need to go over the characters themselves. Oh, I guess Daniel kind of did. We have the well, I guess he already did. We'll go start with the cook. So, the cook's special ability is called seek. The seek ability allows the cook to learn or to learn to lean in and listen carefully to any strange sounds he might hear around the map. If a sound is detected, he can focus in on it, revealing the location of the victim, unfortunate enough to be making the noise. So I, I used the, so that's funny. This is the one I was talking about where I used it. And it's funny when you pull up these, the power, when you activate it, you just see this circle and you can kind of see little um, like disturbances on the edges. And I think that means there's noise in that direction. You kind of have to navigate your cursor over in the area where the noise is. And then I've seen other people do it. It didn't do it with me, but when they got close to that noise, then it would focus in and it would literally show the person making the noise. Okay. What are you talking about? The cook? Yeah. So I was telling them that you just have to, I think you have to move the, your cursor around and find the noise. And then once you're close to it, it'll zoom in and show you the person that's making that noise. So you have to like activate it, then look around for it. Yeah, because again, there's on the edges of the cursor, there's little like wiggly lines. So it, t- it shows you kind of like almost like a hot and cold game where the mm. noise is coming from. And you have to try to navigate to find it. That to me is huge on your team to have a cook who can use that ability and find at least where some people even are. Well, and I think the cook also has locks. I think he's the one that carries padlocks or something. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Cause I was padlocking fences. Not going to say hundred percent, but I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. So, so that, so that when I said there's a couple of guys, I feel like you should have cook. Oh man. Then like Johnny, so you have to have Leatherface, but Johnny's really good. And I think sissy's really good too. And the mm. reason I say they're really good is cause I know when I watch other people play the game, they always got irritated when there was a sissy or a Johnny that was playing as a killer. They would try to stay away from them. Well, okay. Well, let's let's save that for then because I think we can have some debate on that. But let's let's okay. do Sissy. All right. So Sissy's uh, power is Bane. Sissy picked up some unique skills in her travels. Hold on, let me zoom in so I can see this better. Like her, her Bane travels, ability. 
like her pain ability. Craft poisons from local plants, then blow the powder in the faces of victims or use them to contaminate items around the map. Now, the in, so I use Sissy a lot. Sissy, so Sissy's really good because she can maneuver and she's fast. Mm-hmm. So like she can go almost anywhere and maybe she can go anywhere that the victims can go. Because some people like, uh, there's like these little hay bells. Not all the uh, killers can go over the hay bells or even like slide through a crack in the wall. So that's why Sissy's a good hunter because she can just straight run around. Now that poison, I wonder, because I've set traps, it must be persistent, right? Like it just stays there until someone runs into it. I don't know. Because I've trapped things with poison and then I've also had this bane where they're near me. And actually, the bane, this is really good, this little... So it's just like a little smoke poof or whatever. Uh, poison. <laughs> a poison. Poison poof. And what's good, though, you can put it... So say you're chasing someone, you can put it in a location where you think they might be running into, or just I blew it right on someone once. And I don't know what I don't know what it's like for the victim when it happens, but they seem very disoriented when I did it. <laughs> I watched, like, a high-level team when they were just murdering us, like, blow... Like, they were chasing someone, they, like, stabbed them... They did like a combo move, stabbed him, then blew that in their face and then finished. Him. <laughs> oh God. That poor guy had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hitchhiker trap. Yes. Yeah, so the hitchhiker. Oh, go now go ahead. Sorry. The hitchhiker is handy with a pile of bones and his trap ability is an extension of that. The, oh man. What macabre. is that? Macabre. Macabre. No, artist. no, you went Ray. No, I did oh, embarrassing. Yeah, I said macabre. Embarrassing. <laughs> the macabre artist <laughs> can place traps around the map <laughs> that alert him when an unsuspecting victim steps in. So that's what I was saying. People trap windows. They trap all sorts, especially if they're going to trap probably where the fuse boxes. They should, right? Yeah. So, and that's, I think him and Sissy, like, Cause I think a lot of people run to that fuse box quick. So at least putting his traps on there would be good. And then our sissy's gas cloud or combo. At least that's my beginner impression. Okay. Next is Johnny and his ability is hunt. Johnny is a stalker, a predator. And like any true predator, he's skilled. He's a skilled hunter. His aunt uh, aunt, his hunt ability allows him to see and track the fresh footsteps of victims around the map. So, Johnny is great. And that's why I said you should have a Johnny because he, if you have a cook and a Johnny with a cook, you have the ability. We'll debate this later. You have a cook who can Mm -hmm. see like, you know, the visual or the noise that people are making. Johnny can actually, and I don't know how that works. I've just seen it done where he like, will look and see something on the ground and he can track right to where a a victim is. So I used him one time and I probably didn't even turn that on because I, (laughs) I read that that was his ability and it sounded good, but I never saw footsteps and it's probably because I didn't know how to activate it. Yeah. So, and he's a good killer too. And he's fast. Uh, finally, Leatherface mayhem. This one is pretty self-explanatory. I, I think that's, Darren, that's meme. Oh, meme. Wow. This, this is <laughs> I am not a reader. <laughs> not I am meme. not a reader. <laughs> uh, I see life in ones and zeros, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> Apparently the wrong ones. Yeah. Leatherface carries the saw. The saw is the meme ability. Yeah, it's definitely he not L's either... and O's. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he can utilize in a variety of ways, not least of which is to dismember any victim he might get his hands on. So Leatherface has the chainsaw and he does have this one ability where he like, I guess it's that meme where he lifts it. 
So, okay. So I looked a little bit into this. So I actually have something that may come uh, be a benefit here. Uh, so you have to, you can, you have a revving thing with your chainsaw, right? So right. you actually have to start your chainsaw up and then you can rev it. Now, when you get to, I think it's about 75% of the rev. If you go, if you go all the way out up on it, if you just rev, 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 you'll burn out your saw and you have to restart it, which takes time. Although there is a perk where you can instant start. That's a whole nother thing. Uh, anyways, when you get it around 75, he'll start running with a saw and he's actually the fastest character in the game. Oh, really? When he runs with a saw? Right. Yeah. And it's terrifying. And you it's can feather, terrifying. you can feather it. <laughs> To where you can just run and sprint around. But like I said, you have to be careful not to overheat it. So can you get out of that animation without stalling? Yeah, you just let off the rev. Okay, I see. And then there's something, he there's like a power hit or something like that where when it's revved up, and I don't know if it has to be over your head. It might, it might be when it is over your head. And if you go to swing, it's like called a power hit or something. And it'll, I think it is like a instant kill or if they're injured, I think they'll die. Maybe that's what it is. And it mm. takes off a huge chunk. The problem is if you miss that swing, you stall. So it's oh, like, it's like a one hit. It's like your shot. But I, I, I don't think you'll kill someone with full health, but I think if they're down, you kill them. If they've been hit. Okay, cool. So well, th that's our victim and family overview. Yeah, so I think it's uh, time we talk about a little bit of gameplay. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we've had quite. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a YouTube video of like the real life of like what it's really like to start the you know Texas Chainsaw because you only see these guys out there that are good. You know what I mean? Like you go to watch some of the videos. Yeah, we want to highlight the bad. The common man. <laughs> what really happens? The videos that they don't show you. Bro, you'll watch these videos and you think like, oh, this game's easy. Oh, yeah. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, shoot, dude, this thing is freaking tough. <laughs> well, it, it all, I mean, seriously, it all comes down to the map. I'm telling you. The oh, map I, I completely is everything. Agree. Well, uh, yeah, because you're just running around aimlessly. What's going to happen? You're going to die. Yeah. Yep. What you got for gameplay? So when we played, uh, first of all, I'm excited for this weekend, by the way, because we're going to have our first custom match. We I got my friends to all purchase the game and we're going to have our first custom game. Dude, I can't wait. Blast, I can't wait. Dude. I can't wait to just well, we'll, go let's, after we'll these record guys. it and put it on the channel. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Uh, so we played again. We started off. I think we started off as victims. And so the funniest, well, that, that's the funny thing with this game. Just interesting things happen. Like, for example, I think I got you killed by Leatherface because I was panicking. We were down oh, dude, the this basement. guy, this guy's the worst. <laughs> this guy, you guys all know these this type of teammate. This guy's being chased by Leatherface, and he brings him right to me, like runs him straight into me. It is the worst. Guys, sometimes in life, you have to realize you have to make tough decisions. And at that moment, I thought Daniel had played the game enough and it was time for him to, get, to go. <laughs> and I did. I went, I went very fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that was, you know, in all actuality, I, didn't, I don't even think I knew where you were. Maybe I did. I don't know, but I was, I'm pretty sure I was just panic running and you just happened to be there. And it was a fortunate situation for me. I think you picked a direction. It just so happened. I was there. I think you knew I was there and you were just hoping like we'd get out of it somehow. 
Yeah. That's pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. So another thing that's interesting in the beginning, you're hanging from hooks and you can you can choose to be quiet getting off the hook or you can make a bunch of noise and just get off the hook. I don't know which one's better. You don't want to make a ton of noise, but what I've heard is that Leatherface is in the middle of an anima- animation when you're on the hook. So in my opinion, wouldn't it just be better to get off that freaking hook as fast as possible? I don't think you're right about that. Someone said in a video on YouTube, so it's 100% correct. <laughs> it might have been true in the beginning. I doubt they left that in the game. They probably patched it. If There's no way they're going to let you spam it and get off just because he's stuck in an animation. Yeah, but the but the more noise you make, it wakes Grandpa. Doesn't that, like, I think that... Oh, that is I've, true. But the, See, that's the thing. You need to have your set team, because if you're playing with randos, like, people don't care. No, well, we got in that... That's what happened one time. So we got, I got killed straight off the bat. I got off the hook and got killed because everyone was just spamming the dang button to get off the hook. And I was taking my time being, you know, considerate. And I just got off the hook and got killed. Well, the way I <laughs> played a powerful, that was a powerful, um, whoever the killer was, was, Oh, he was beefed up in that one. Well, it, the way I play, if I'm with randoms, if they're not making noise, I'm not making noise. If they make noise then I'll make noise. Yeah, yeah, you adapt to the situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also got lost in caves regularly. I had trouble getting out. Well, let's face <laughs> it. When we went to victims, as we started, when we first started together playing, we were killers. Like that's all we did. And then we went to victims. We had trouble getting in lobbies, and we're going against just well killers, real killers, like high level oh, people killers. have played the game a lot. And, and we got tough. stuck in the well. <laughs> The fact that Darren didn't know how to open a door doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at that time, I didn't know Correct. you didn't. You've never, you never even did it. But uh, I let other people do the work for me. However, got, hey, hey, I did kick the generator and get uh, save myself that one time. Well, do you want to talk about when you let him out? Let let you talk the, about when we were killers. Yeah. All right. So so victim gameplay. We died a bunch. I actually did escape once. Have you escaped yet? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I have. He says it. I don't think so. <laughs> so, uh, so as the killers when we were playing, my first thought is it is a lot harder than than I initially thought because I didn't I didn't know how many different access points they can get from the bottom up to the you know middle level or top. Whatever. Well, dude, it's what you said. It's the teamwork. If you all know the map, because it's dude, it's so difficult. Because even when we're playing with Joseph. Like we hardly know the map. It was his first time playing and you're trying to talk to him of like where to go. And you can't even describe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you can, you could say, okay, like, look, Oh, I'm like, okay, I'm in the exterior. And I'm like, there's a huge area that's exterior. I'm like, I don't even know where this is. And then you try to describe things around you, but you're right. No one else knows what that is. <laughs> yeah. And then you can't, it's not like you can run around the house. Like the house is, they have it so you can't just like run in a circle around the main area. It's all mazed out. So it's like you may even know where he is and you you won't like, oh, I'm in the front of the house. And you're like, I don't even know how to get to the front of the house as a killer, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Well, and then we ran into an issue. So when you start as a killer, th- this is actually a gripe of mine with the game. I don't think they explain how the traps work. They don't 
Unless maybe there's a tutorial. We I probably think, should have done a tutorial. I, yeah, let's, let's not bash that because I don't think, I think there's a tutorial hey, that we didn't. How do. about we should have done the tutorial before we do a podcast on it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> In too deep now. Uh, yeah, I know. So, uh, well, we, so, so again, there's these, there's like, for example, car battery, you have to keep that car battery on because it electrifies the fence so they can't get out. And there's all these other different ways that they get out. Well, mainly the car battery, I went up to it and I thought, oh, I'm the killer. I have to set traps, right? Cause it says you need to set traps and junk. Well, I thought by setting the trap, I have to disconnect the battery. Cause you know, I have to do something when that's the opposite. When you're the killer, everything starts set, right? I don't know if all the batteries do start set. I maybe I'm wrong. I thought they do, uh, but I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll figure that out. But the funny thing is, me and you both. I mean, I'm going to be honest. There's times I didn't even tell you. I think there's multiple times where I would disconnect something for the victims by accident and let them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to knock you because I know I've done that before. It's when I first played, I did the battery the wrong way. I shut it off. Like, yeah, cause in my just... mind, in my mind, it was powering the gate, not powering. There's like a, the, a, a, the electricity to the gate. Like, cause there's an electric thing. If they can't walk on it, they'll get hurt, whatever, or die. I don't even know. But, uh, I thought it was actually powering the gate itself. Like it had a power lock on it. So I was like, oh, I have to kill the battery to shut the lock off so they can't just leave. In reality, you just left it open for them to pick it and leave. <laughs> yeah, and I, I thought the exact same thing. Because uh, it's confusing because you have the battery, which you need on to power the gate, but then, then the pressure valve or the pressure pump or whatever it is, that needs to be off. You want that off. Cause that powers the gate or something. So it's like, it's confusing. Some stuff needs to be on. Some stuff needs to be off. Ultimately not that confusing. If you probably did the tutorial, yeah, I was going to say it's, <laughs> it's actually not that confusing, but when you're brand new and have no clue what you're doing, it's a little confusing. So, so overall, the, okay. Overall, so it, you, you let a lot of victims ex escape without. Oh dude, telling. I totally, I just straight like helped them. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's one time where we just like started letting everyone through and we had no idea what happened. And I'm sure I just went around and disabled all of our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, you know what I just thought of in custom games, there's no way you get XP, right? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. That's the only negative. I yeah. Guess. Well, but it's not though. I, I say that I had one XP in it, but I wouldn't cause people would just, they, you know, no, they'd farm it. Yeah. That wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't even be fun, but so overall, what do you think of the game so far? Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's great. And even though I'm, <laughs> Hey, you guys have heard I'm having, I'm not good. I'm not. At this point, you know, you're not that bad though, especially as a victim. You're, you're, you know what you need to do. You have a goal somewhat, somewhat, but, uh, I, I think it's fun, dude. It makes me want to grind it just to get better. And then I, I could see it being a lot of fun when you get to a level where you're proficient, you know, where things are and you can help your teammates out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm excited for, too. I'm going to get to that next level. Well, <laughs> or even as killers, when it's me, you and someone else, we can work together and be like, okay, I'm covering these. We have the generator here, the battery here. All right, I'll cover that area. You'll cover this. Leatherface, you go do your thing, you know? 
Yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree. Opposed to the way we currently play is just a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off running around. Oh, dude, it's literally running around trying to collect blood. And then all of a sudden, it'll be like the victims escaped. And you're like, I don't even know where they escaped from. And I don't even know where to look for them, you know? Right. And then, or there's a times where Dan was playing as a Leatherface and he's stuck downstairs. He doesn't even know how to get up. <laughs> yeah. I know it's simple. There's doors you unlock and go up, but it, well, it's no, a it's, freaking it's maze. hard. Dude, it's easy to get lost in there, especially when you're panicking. Cause even as a killer, you panic because you're in this constant constraint of like, they're going to get out soon. They're going to get out soon. I got to make sure this, I got to check this. I got to check this. I got to feed grandpa. There's a lot of things you have to do. Well, and as Leatherface, when you're running around in the basement, for one or one thing is like, there's a bunch of cracks. So you'll go into a room and I'm like, okay, I want to go over to this next room. Well, there's a crack. You can't slip through it. So you have to find I mean, another way around. And then it's easy to get lost when you're trying to find that other way around. And yeah, then you'll <laughs> find a door and go through it, but then it's a ladder. You can't climb a ladder as Leatherface. So it's at least I don't think so. So it's just I don't like, think you can. yeah. Oh, by the way, I think Johnny, uh, not Johnny, the trapper, what's his name? The the hitchhiker. I think the hitchhiker and he can go through cracks too. And sissy can. Yeah. I know yeah. For him sure. and sissy. Or like, that's why it. sissy's so good, dude. Sissy can just run around. So wait, let's go. So I love the game too. I think it's obvious. So, okay, that's okay. So, if you're a victim, you're probably running with what's her name, Anna? Connie. Connie. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. Connie's a good one. I might try that Leland just because it'd be kind of fun to do the shoulder checking. It, it'll then, get you out of situations, you know? Oh, yeah. It's good to have a Leland on your team. Then, as killers, what do you think the best trio is? Obviously, Leatherface. So, who's the two others? So, again, guy, everyone in the comments, chill. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're this is just opinion. Yeah, chill. Come on. <laughs> there's a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, you were doing great with uh, Sissy. So that made me kind of like her. Uh, I think the hitchhiker is one that I want to put more time into. I think he's, because he can set those traps, you can, like, you could take out the fuse, like, put a few traps down. And then he can, you can use that ability to check where things are and see if they've been triggered or not. And I think he's, I think he's a really good one, at least in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I but, agree. Okay, go on. So the cook also, I haven't used him enough to have like a great opinion. I think that he sounds like potentially a good one to have too. So, yeah. So Sissy is. In my opinion, Sissy's really good. Sissy's good, especially if you're solo, because you can just chase them. If you're not like, she's good for me starting off because we're not really working as a team that well because none of us know what's going on. So Sissy was really good because whenever I'd see someone, it's hard to get away from Sissy. She's so fast. Yeah. But I think for the best team, I think the cook and Johnny, because the cook, again, can see, has the ability where he can hear and then you can pinpoint where people are and Johnny can track people down. So you have two people who can give you information on where players are, as well as grandpa's abilities going off. So that's a lot of information. See, I'm kind of thinking more of the, the cook and hitchhiker because the cook can put locks on things and then you can have the hitchhiker trap things. You have Leatherface as your, uh, you know, main guy. And I think that would be a good way to do it. It's not bad. It's a, it's a different way. So now you're going more for trapping. That's more <laughs> of like smart. a, 
I guess more of a reactive like setup. You know what I mean? Yeah, Rather than yeah, like yeah. going on the offensive, it's more of a defensive uh Ooh, tactic. I like switch did there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. uh I think we kind of knocked out Texas Chainsaw there our first uh pod, but we're not done because we're going to watch a little trailer of Paranormal Tells, huh? Yes. So this is a new game that's coming up. So I, was, uh, I want to talk about just exciting new scary games because I love them. And I want you to play through them, Dan, because I want to watch it because I don't even know if I'll buy it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Paranormal <laughs> Tales is a next-gen horror game based on found footage built in Unreal Engine 5. You experience and play through each tragic tale of those who went missing from the viewpoint of body cams, phones, and VHS cameras. Do you have what it takes to play through the end of the footage? Oh, and this so is developed a, by Cyber Cherries. So it's a body cam thing? Body cam, VHS, and phone. So by you're the looking way, through an object. Uh, by the way, there's that whole other game that's that... Uh, what's Outlast? It? No, 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 no. It's not a horror game, but it looks kind of terrifying. Oh, the shooter? Un- yeah. Unreal or something? I thought it had something to do with a cam. I don't know. That game's um, crazy. Dude, games are getting so realistic, it's scary. Yeah. All right, let's watch this trailer and uh, or listen to it either way. And, well, it's only one minute long, so let's see what it's got. Jenny! I'm mean, right off the Jenny! bat. It looks realistic here in the Come forest, here, right? A dark forest. Oh, yeah. Jenny! I'm getting immersed. Oh. You can hear Jenny, the come on now. Too. You can hear the leaves as he walks. Jenny, for fuck's sake. Dogs bark in the distance. You only see like that flashlight area, you know? Yeah, the peripher or the Oh Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. They, had some, they had a ring girl. <laughs> a girl just standing out in the middle of the forest ran at him. Dude, I got this is bad. Now I already have, in the house. I already have goosebumps. Dude, it's the camera that makes it creepy. They got like a fish islands on it. So now he's in this house. He's in the corner. There's objects floating. Oh my god. Oh, right chills, back outside. Girls screaming. in the air screaming. <laughs> wow. I know. I got chills, dude. When's, I got chills. That, when did it say it's out? I don't think it's release date is out yet, but that's one to keep your eyes on because that looks freaking scary. Wait a second. Paranormal tells PT. Is that the same thing? Wasn't there a game called PT? There was a game PT. I think I thought it's for playable trailer though, but it was, it was at the silent Hill. I thought that was for silent Hill. It was a trailer for that, which is really creepy where you're in this, your loop where you're in this you mean, house going you through the same demo. scenario over and over. Well, no, but I mean, it was called PT. Yeah, I guess whatever, whatever. Yes. So you kept going this loop and things would change each time. And it, that was really creepy. I don't know if this is the same thing. I don't know. I, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, either way, I'm, I'll be playing. I'll, I'll do a video series on that one. Oh, dude, that looks, I want to be with you when you play it. So I can watch you get jump scared. I don't, dude. <laughs> it's stupid. Like that, like that legit just gave me goosebumps. Just watching it. Same dude. It's the, the style. If you guys check out that trailer, cause it, the style that it, it looks like you're looking through a lens of something and it it's, it's very realistic. Well, it's like, yeah, it looks like body cam footage. Yeah. That's creepy. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've put an hour and a half in almost, so I think it's time we wrap this up. So 
guys, thank you all for listening. It's very much appreciated. We love doing podcasts and this is, I gotta be honest. I'm pretty pumped. We're doing this. Oh, this is like, so us, the scary genre. Like, oh, we just love it. And it made, it makes so much sense that we're finally talking about it now in a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So if you, to help us out, if you liked us at all, even just a little bit, tiny please bit. just a tiny bit, give us a review, drop a comment, give us five stars, please. It helps the podcast grow to get out to others. Yeah. If you're on Apple, give five stars, Spotify. I think you can just hit the stars, Spotify. You just yeah, hit just, stars. Yeah. So press the button. Come on. Yeah. If you're listening on something else, do whatever they ask you to do. It's all appreciated. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, on that note, we will catch you guys on, uh, the next one. Next week. Next week. <laughs> See, See you guys. guys.